Greetings, I'm Danny Filth of Cradle of Filth, and you're listening to the Weekly Geekly. Welcome back to another edition of the Weekly Geekly. I'm your host, Lucian, the weirdo with a beardo, hanging out with someone who hasn't been at Studio West for God knows how long, since the last Deathcast recording at least. It's been maybe that long, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you've been here, but we just haven't recorded in studio out of Discord Listen, for I graced this place with my presence one time and everybody's late. Everybody's late. I know. I fucking make time Dustin's out pissed. of my life. Yep. His busy fucking schedule. And, and I'm a how is he rewarded? Commodity. I'm a whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not being treated as such. There were not green M&Ms in my waiting Zach's room. Zach's not here. Yeah, Zach's not here yet. No one else is here. No, it's just me and you, bud. Hey, actually, you know what? I smell. I get it, bro. Yeah, well, you just came from work. I understand. You got here, though. I appreciate it. You you haven't been here for a minute. I thought, hey, let's have you and Zach on. It's been a minute since all three of us have been in the room together. Let's just see how we all been. This is the goddamn truth. And, like, I, you know, I've been... We were just talking about before we started, like, you know, at this point in this day and age, like, if you have a good editor, as we do, both of us, (laughs) and it's your literal job... It's pretty straightforward to do something on Discord that sounds almost one for one. But when you do have good sound quality, uh, the way that we do, you can tell. Yeah. Like you, you can always tell. So I make time to come all the way. No. <laughs> <laughs> and Zach's no. not even here yet. Anyways, no, I just I got off work and I was like, dude, it's for, we just got through this fucking crazy weekend of shows. And like that, we keep bringing that up. But like, it's finally one where like, and then next weekend I have, we have this or you have the. There's nothing this weekend, man. Fucking A. We actually have a weekend off. It's nice. So I didn't have to practice tonight. Next weekend. Anything to do. We didn't have practice Monday for Molten either, which was nice because I was like, okay, just played a show. I think we did pretty good. We had like a couple little moments where we picked it back up, as you do. If no one knows, no one knows. But here's the thing. It's never perfect. Every band has their little moments where it's like, they're like, oh, here's me being self-critical. And that's what makes you better. Yeah. So like, we'll take moments like that live and be like, how can we improve that? So I think it's, it'll be fun to go back to practice next week and like just kind of hit things hard again for Mm. next week. But then next Saturday, as of this recording, we're going to Kearney, Nebraska. Oh, fuck. I don't think I've ever been to Kearney. It's a, it's a time. Yeah. Okay. Listen. (laughs) <laughs> Nebraska is one thing because it's like it is a smaller state even though we do have millions of people here like it's all pretty concentrated there's plenty of towns across the U.S. that have like college towns yeah where there's specifically that like Ames Iowa is one uh, which again is much smaller than it's, it's a Kearney equivalent okay. I would say um, but across like you know if you go to South Carolina or North Carolina. I'm just using some examples. You have like Raleigh, you have fucking Charlotte, you have all these other big cities, but then you have places like Asheville, which is a Omaha sized city, but it's technically just a college town because those areas are so much more densely populated. Kearney is the essence of a college town. Mm. Like that's, it's literally a place where people, and I guess I think anyone across the U S in specific, or probably even abroad could, uh, I guess like vibe with where it's, Whenever you just really, yeah, I'm not moving to New York City, but I just need to get the fuck out of here yeah. and go do college somewhere and have the experience where it's still like a couple hundred thousand person town. Some shows come here. We go out. The bars are packed every night because there's not much else to do. The college is the main draw. They have a good team for the division two that they are. That's this town. Okay. Like, so, <clears throat> excuse me. There's a, 
We'll uh, see how many metalheads they got. Well, and really, uh, quite a few. Like, yeah? what what's cool, cool. is I like every that. time. Well, this is going to get Nebraska local then. But every single time that we go there or I talk to people like, yeah, I'm going to Carnick a week. So they're like, oh, dude, yeah, like I went to college there or my grandma went to college or someone they know. Yeah. Went there, lived there, was there. And hmm. every time like we've gone and play a show there, even here in Omaha, because we do play like a certain type of music and we're all in our 30s and stuff like that. They're there. Are we the hot ticket for like the, the high school kids? Mm, no, not generally. But like it fills out. That's something that like fills out with young people that are willing nice. to fucking party because Hell yeah. yeah if, if a band from if a thrash metal band from Omaha is coming to the other side which we are that's it like yeah. that's what's going on bro Hell yeah. and it's not Labor Day weekend it's no other excuse to go camping like or whatever the fuck you're gonna do it's not Thanksgiving like so it should be a fun time but also yeah go if you guys are looking for something to do just go find a touring band in a college town and every one of you I don't have to name specifics like you have one where you live like you know that your state has one Lincoln is that to Omaha even though it's technically the capital like I was saying fucking like Asheville would be that to Raleigh or something like that around that like area even bigger bigger cities like Orlando is huge Miami's huge Jacksonville's huge but like what about like you know, like fucking Fort Lauderdale or whatever. Like that's a college town that if something comes there, go because that's going to be a party like the whole time. Cause there's nothing else going on there. Mm. I would definitely like the more we get to play those places, the more stoked I am. Cause yeah. it is a small town to go on the road for, but like, the longer you do this, when you like people announce a tour and never to shit on anybody, they'll announce a tour like we're going to fucking whatever's and whatever's and whatever's in these cities. I'm like, oh, I've been there. <laughs> There's not gonna be that people there. Like, but you're still announcing a tour and like, so get out there and go to it. But like, if a bigger name people are coming to like a decent sized college town, fucking go. Des Moines is one for sure. Des Moines is a uh, Drake oh, University, yeah. which competes in like the baseball and the, uh, basketball like coll- collegiate championships every year. Highly recommend if you're looking for a weekend vacation and a band that you like is going to somewhere like that, fucking go. Because you're going to have a much more, maybe not intimate based on the venue, but much more intimate experience with people actually wanting to get down and throw down. It's not a place to be in who's who. Because that's already going to happen. It's a small town. So the who's who's already going to happen. But guess who's there? All the who's. <laughs> like Everyone who's supposed to be there is going to be there. So... I don't know. I love playing those places because they're down to get down. Like, it's just a good fucking time. So I'm looking forward to doing that. Luckily, no music this week. Um, I have some questions. Chill I'm, week. I'm going to wait for the robot. Wait for the robot. Because I have like one topic we could bring up. But yeah, yeah like I don't want to get ahead of it and then have him sit there being like, uh, I feel you. for a few minutes trying to think about it. I feel like I have uh, finally broken my World of Warcraft addiction. And I think it's Metalocalypse's <laughs> fault. Well, good, I guess. Because you know me. I always obsess over something. It's just kind of my thing. Whatever it is. And, like, I have a I, the multiple, as you can see around the studio, hyper fixations where I'm just like, I love this thing and I know everything about it. And uh, I don't know. I feel like uh, Scott so it's my, my, Scott from the show, He's he's been on the show forever, but he's just now kind of become a correspondent. He'll mm-hmm. be in and out lately. Um he, he's been playing with me, but then through some personal circumstances, he hasn't really wanted to play lately, and I don't blame him. Oh, dude, we dropped out of Diablo And, and I don't blame him. You like know, those, like, those life, life hits you in the face, and you're like, I don't want to do this right now. I have no time to do it. And I'm like, I get it. 
And you uh, gotta have the bug. For I those. think I was more or less playing for the fact that Scott was playing, and it was fun to play with him and like do shit and like compare shit. But now I'm just like I don't know. I don't really have a buddy to play it with. I like canceled my subscription, and I was like I always come back to it and get my character back and do all that. But oh, for sure. now, for now I'm just like I don't know. I played Left 4 Dead 2 the other night with 420 from really? Deathcast. And we live streamed it on YouTube, and it was really fun because we had all the mods on. So like all the zombies were Zoidbergs. That's it was really time. cool, and they were all going whoa, 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 whoa as yeah. they ran at you. It was so cool, dude. That was a game in time for sure. What was that? Back for Blood? That didn't get like a bad reception. I think it just got swept under the rug, kind of thing. Like Left 4 Dead was such a niche product and such a cool fucking thing. Um, such a good take on not only just like survival video games with friends, but also a zombie invasion. Like, here's a way to make this more interesting, which is hard to do. Yeah. Like, committed, like con- considering that there are so many committed like zombie projects, whether it be movie, TV, film, whatever it is, like every fucking thing has zombies. And I think there's zombie fatigue, but like, yeah, it, for sure. When they released that, it was like peak of walking dead coming out for left for dead too. Cause it was a while ago. So, I mean like to have something that, really um, I guess move the needle in the way of like this is a completely different experience for it I feel like Back for Blood just kind of missed the wave on doing it twice because I feel like that was actually a very critically a good acclaimed game it yeah. just didn't get the just didn't get the love maybe it wasn't it bad dude I just got bored with it to be honest like yeah because we already had that I was like really in for the idea of Back for Blood and like I remember no one got it when I got it and I was like what the fuck I want to play with people and then I had like one or two people that did and then by the time they got it I was like I'm really not as into this as I thought I would be well what gets what sucks is things get painted into a hole where I don't need to be yeah Um, like uh, the game we played the, the Evil Dead game we played for a little while what was the actual name of that game the Evil Dead game that was yeah, you just called the Evil Dead game. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Well, maybe that's part of it. No, but I'm kidding about like, uh, like that has such like it's a niche fan base. Yeah. And then people love playing it, and then they fall off it. Predator Hunting Grounds. Yeah. Great game. Great game. Still, technically, I see a post every now and again on Facebook. Like, anybody still playing this fucking game? Right. It rules. Like, and it's got a great quality of life patch, but it's just yeah. so. There's so many other ways to do like the four v one shooter. Um. You know, it just was clunky, and I didn't enjoy it. And like, what I was, was like, it was just this Friday the Thirteenth game existed yeah, for a while. That was also clunky. The Chainsaw Massacre game just came out. I haven't played that yet. I want to play that. And again, but like, since it came out, I've heard nothing. Which yeah, doesn't mean again, good, doesn't mean bad. it's only like the hardcore gamers that play it, and it's it, like, it, I don't know, does that even mean anything? That's getting eaten up right now by Starfield and waiting for people to talk about Spider Man 2 and the new Mario game, and yeah. also the fact that Call of Duty is a ever moving monster that sucks up all of time and is coming out in November. <laughs> like, there's so many games that have, like, again, and that's part, part of the question I'm going to ask later because it's not just about video games, but like, is that this has just been such a monster year for entertainment where even with, through a writer's strike, TV and movies have suffered a little bit but what has already been in production has came out mm. so like TV a little bit closer because they kind of write that almost week to week I mean it goes through production a lot longer but TV being episodic and knowing they have time is different than putting out a one shot two hour movie Yeah. so like movies didn't suffer this year that much but I feel like there will be a lull coming up relatively soon because of the strike and we've already seen it in TV that exists in video games a little bit, but like, admittedly, you know, the writing, writing in video games is one of the hardest things to get right and feel human and personable, especially when a video game's whole fun, if it's not just a direct linear path, is to have that sandbox environment and feel where you can go do any mission or any side quest or who talk to whoever at any one time for an RPG that's open. 
how can you then, without just having the individual voice actor for that specific line, wherever you are in the game, deliver it in such like a dynamic way and be like top shelf, triple A tier voice acting that you're going to get really good writing like yeah because the way that the video games are presented in such a scramble that like you piece it together on your kind of own accord as you listen to different things and do different side quests not this two people aren't going to get the exact same experience ever on those kind of games and except for the exact main quest like where that is the main story you're getting everyone's watching diablo for example or even world of warcraft where like you talk to this one random npc someone who's played this game for 50 hours may have never even seen that fucking person right and so like that's not going to happen in TV and movies. You don't watch them episode three, eight, one, seven, nine, fifteen, twelve, four. Like you don't do that. Like unless you're a psycho. Unless which is you're a psycho. Fine, but like, is it? No, like that's not how you watch Debatable. TV. Yeah. So, but in video games, that's commonplace. So the writing that comes with that, like a game like God of War Ragnarok, that's I feel like why the writing is upheld so high and is esteemed so highly in that game. Because no matter how you did it, who you talked to, where you went to, everyone grabbed you. Every cutscene had a point. And that's so very, very hard to do. Mm. And that's why I would put that game in like one of those few calibers. Even We talked about the game last year because it came out last November or October, November range. And it's been like almost a year since that game's been out now. Yeah. I earnestly and honestly have not played, especially like even though the game is linear to a degree. I haven't played a game with as good of writing where I mean, mm. like feel things and be like, oh, fuck. Like, and actually give a shit about the story and have an inherently different story than other people played it. Mm. And I'd be like, did you talk to this guy? No. Like, well, then you missed this whole fucking thing. And like sharing those stories with people that happens in all games, but happening well, like happening in a way that actually gives you something that fucking matters. Yeah. Humor does not translate in video games. That's why, like, a not genre, very well. No, like, High on Life was a great fun. Oh, video that was game. great. Yeah, but it's because we already inherently knew is whatever allegations. Justin Rollins piece of shit. Whatever. Point is. <laughs> With Rick and Morty, you knew what you're going into with that style of humor. It's yeah. going to be quippy. It's going to be funny. It's going to be off the cuff and, so and crazy. so that did humor, even if it it's wasn't great the game. best video game, even though I was a great game. Yeah. I agree. If it wasn't the best video game, it was one of the best written video yeah. games around because of the inherent, like, you can do a talk to the, you, we, we did the whole review on it. Go back and listen to that if you haven't played, if you like that, the game, but uh, we were like, it, I didn't have to do That's this right. to this kid. We did do a review on I it. didn't have to talk to this kid, but instead yeah. I ended up like killing him on accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his mom was like, why would you do that? And like someone who obviously didn't do that would never get that. Yeah. It's not an Easter There's egg. There's so many the- weird little story beats where you could choose what happens. It's fun. I and like having that. that done well is so hard in video games. It is. Of how they spread the content around. I mean, Hogwarts Legacy did an okay job of that, but I really got tired of the NPCs after a while in that game too because it was very similar. Like, well... You're here to help me, aren't you? Like, you know, I yeah, might, but no fucking shit. I like, might stream High on Life on YouTube next. Just go after I it think one time. That'll be fun. Yeah. High on Knife. High on Knife is next. The horror VR simulator thing they did or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It's Very the next Five game. Nights at Freddy's inspired, but it's like the same kind of game because it's Ooh. all goofy and cheesy. Yeah. Goodbye, Ryan. Now, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're uh, open on Discord right now for those of you wondering the sound. Uh, we have a Discord server if you want to be a part of it. Find us on Facebook or on Instagram at the Weekly Geekly or on Twitter as Deathcast. 
and just message us. We'll get you the invite link. We'll get you in the Discord. You can listen to us, watch us live hang as out. we podcast. Hang out when we game. Hang out when we do collaborative meetings for our content. You can be there for all of it. And so. Again, be a part of it. So yeah. you can get into being on air with us and also getting episodes a day early or more, especially if you boost. Yeah. So there's plenty of benefits to the Discord. Join us if you want to join a community full of fun, positive, inclusive people. I, I, it's a fun place. We sound I nice. met my wife here. That's true. So, I mean, it's a place to be. I'm right. just saying. For me, at least. But, uh, yeah, we appreciate you guys for listening. If you've been a fan newer or you're just now checking out the Geekly, welcome. Uh, well, we cover a lot of different shit. That's true. We're yeah. not just one or one show or the other, but we do have a couple breakout shows. That's true. So... <laughs> Still not here. Yeah. <laughs> I had to bet that he'd be here in five minutes in like, oh, it's been almost five minutes. Zach is not here. This it's is the whole episode, guys. Uh, Zach is not here. We don't know what to do without our robot. I'm going to bring up topic of the show. What's the topic? Um, I could go on about video five games and I have a couple. See, the thing is I wanted to bring in Zach on this because why? What I know it? that he's going to have a different opinion than us two, which the listeners have already heard, especially because I'm going to bring it up. Is it him. Starfield? No. It could be for him because we'll we'll hear from him. So you guys get the spoiler now. I wanted to know since it's been in a huge year, like I said, full of writer strikes. I'm, I'm was foreshadowing the whole time. Yeah. What was your favorite piece of media this year? It could be a video game. You really gonna ask album. me that two weeks be, after the fucking metal lock? That's why I was like, I wanted to have Zach here because I know your answer. Yeah, you know. So my like, answer. so I'll be I'm gonna ask you to dig deep, my friend. So like, there's nothing wrong with saying either one of the death. Okay, I could even put it at you and say, would you like the album or the movie more? You know what I'm saying? Oh, so like, fuck. one you can, and that's why I figured it open up to a conversation with right that way. Goof and think on air a little bit here of like what because I I didn't come up with an answer for this before I actually got here where I was like I know it's a question I want to ask but whether it's a TV show a music album a movie a video game a fucking magazine article uh, your favorite photographer dropped a new Yo, album this year of like just from photos, my just from my heart health don't dance around it did you seriously just ask me which one I like better yeah Fuck. because if we had to you can definitely have like three to five that you like but if there's one piece of medium that you liked the most this year so far and then one thing that you're still stoked on for the rest of the year, like where would they be? Because I know the one that I'm still stoked on for the rest of the year because I have okay. like two of them and I need to debate so, between the two. So tell me yours first. Well, okay. and then I'll get to my like which one I like better after that. Right, because for we'll you, keep it like a little I said, the, the metalocalypse drop. You know that those two things are the things I the love the most. The piece of medium that you like yeah. the most. I've period. been waiting 10 years for that shit. So I'll put it this way before we can come entirely blow the load. Looking forward, because there's only a few months left in this year. It's September now, regardless of when we drop this in the week. Yeah. We have October, November, December. There's only a few more months of video games, a couple more months of movies, maybe an album or two that'll drop. Okay. For me, I'm really trying to debate between the two video games I'm stoked about more. They're so wildly different. Mortal Kombat 1 drops in a little bit. Mm. Like, as of dropping this recording, it'll probably be like a week or less that it's actually out super mario wonder the first 2d mario drop since the 3ds mm. really because i mean they put out super mario brothers u on the wii u and that was even like 2015 mm. 
there hasn't been an actual 2D rendition of a Mario game. Everything's been 3D World or Odyssey or something like, you know, like Super Mario, what the fuck ever, Bowser's Fury, that's like in 3D is played like a big open world game. There hasn't been a 2D side-scroller in so long. There's like a, a hurrah platform. So between the two, which are Mortal Kombat 1 and Mario, like... Two wildly different subjects. I earnestly, for two different reasons, because I'll mm. probably put about the same amount of hours into both, because they'll both run its course relatively fast. Yeah. I would probably, as much as my heart's like, what are you doing? I would probably say I'm more excited for Mortal Kombat, because I see more longevity out of that for a longer well, amount yeah, of time into the thing. year to play with my friends. Mortal Kombat is just more of a game. I'm sorry. And I agree. But this, because this new Mario game, is, again, and Mario games are for kids at the at the base level of it. Like, it's definitely something that little kids can pick up and play sure. and do and beat if they really put their mind behind it. Sure. And nowadays, they've made it much more approachable for people, like, especially kids, because they have, like, a, they're even adding, like, if you want to play as Yoshi, you don't oh. get hurt. There yeah. it is. Zach's here. So, like, you can have, like, an undeniable run where you don't die if you're a little yeah. kid or you want to play on a really easy. Or, again, obviously, you can boost it up to hard and play harder levels and do right. that thing. I see that only running its course a couple times for, like, diehard adults like me that are going to play it and play it well. Hey, you're late. You're late. We're already Folks. we're already drunk. What's up? So am I. Brought more <laughs> so beer. All right. Get in your fucking position. We got your mic all set up. I got a question. Zach is finally here. <laughs> 21 minutes into the recording. <laughs> what is up, brother? Yeah, MK1, I see as big. Like, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that for the rest of the year. But what yeah. is my favorite piece so far? Don't know. Either so way. So far? Look at you. You can't pick one so far? Well, I have it, but... What is it? Let's... No, I asked you. Well, Come let's, on. Let's gather some thoughts. God damn it. Okay, I Zach. Gotta, I gotta put this yeah. guy in the What spot. is your favorite piece of media... From this year so far It's a huge question We were talking about Like I know his Dusty we, avoided the question Because we know his We don't know But you don't know mine Out of the two options So I wanted to ask I was like listen If you had like Whether it's a an album From your favorite photographer Like dropped a series of photos Or an okay. author wrote a book A movie An album A video game uh -huh. uh, What's the thing you've been most Stoked on this entire year so far It's a crazy and question And I resent it has like with the rest of the year, the three, four months that we have left, are you most excited to see before the end of the year? Before we have the inevitable December, like, what was your favorite this or that conversation? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is Metalocalypse. Like, no question. It's either going to be the movie or the album. So I want yeah. him to decide which one is he was he was he or is now more stoked on. Yeah. So I want to I diverted by saying my favorite thing going forward. Thank you. was like, I'm very excited for both the new 2D Mario game. Yeah. Because I haven't had one in like a decade. Yeah. I've had plenty of Mario in installments, but not that. And then also Mortal Kombat 1, because it's resetting the entire timeline. And I think looking forward in anticipation this year, out of all medium, that's probably the thing I'm like, ooh, because I know I'm going to play Call of Duty 3 with the homies. Like, that's going to happen. I'm not even that excited. It's just going to be another $80 I spend. Like, it's going to happen. And I'm going yeah. to enjoy my time yeah. and put hours into it, but whatever. I'm like, ooh, this changes the landscape of what I'm going to do for hours of my life going forward. But yeah. what is, I guess, that's a good way to put it, too, without over-elaborating. is like, what's ate up a lot of your time? What have you been obsessing um, about? Okay, so let's see. See? I'm trying to think of, like, oh, like, Star Wars came out. There's been, like, uh, the new video yeah. game came out. Um, was that, uh, it was not... Fallen Order? That was the yep. first one. 
or maybe this one is <laughs> Jedi, Jedi Survivor. I fucking Jedi Survivor is the newer is one. Is it? Maybe. Sure. Uh, the other one. It was an okay game. The second one <laughs> with the redhead. It was um, an okay game, man. It's all right. It was. I mean, Did like, you like that. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the time I spent on it. I don't know that I would say that it's my favorite. Um, Have you played Starfield? I was just gonna say because uh, <laughs> you're right up that alley, bro. I think I. I just hit level 15 in Starfield, so I've put, so you have been. I've put some hours into it. Because that's a I lot gotta, of tutorial to get to level 15. I gotta say, you know, it's not that well. Okay, so it is. Here's the thing with Bethesda <laughs> is that they love to do that fucking thing where every time you want to start a new game, you gotta go through like 20 to 30 minutes of bull. Yeah. Like, just give me an option to quick start. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all. I think that's like a lost relic of time, because actually I just bumped up for no reason Gears of War 1 the other day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great game. Mm-hmm. But, like, because uh, I just, adding to my collection, I bought an Xbox 360 and was like, fuck it. They're like mm-hmm. 100 bucks to get that controllers in a couple of games. So I grabbed Gears of War 1. Mm-hmm. And, like, right when Dom gets pulled out of the fucking, like, prison cell that he's been in before explaining why he's there, mm-hmm. you walk out and hand you a gun. They're like, within there's such a cool way. They do it without doing a tutorial. They're like, Yep. Hey, we got two routes out of this place. We can go through the library. It's quiet. Takes a little bit longer. Might have to sneak around a bit, but it's safe. Or we can blast our way out the fucking front. What do you want to do? And then it's just like hit left trigger, right trigger. And I was like, blast my way out the front. And that was obviously yep. like, this isn't your first playthrough. You're not holding your hands. In fact, we're going to throw a boss at you right now. Yeah. And so yep. like, I think that's a lost relic of games. But Bethesda yeah. has a trademark. They have a flavor. Yeah. And I, for, I, and I, for one, it's a knock, but like, I've never liked it. I don't like Bethesda games. I didn't like Skyrim, Scrolls, so, Loop. Never was my jam. But so I get this it. one, th- this one has a slightly different feel. Um, I've played Skyrim. I've, oh, man, I, I hate to say I've played almost every Bethesda game. Um, well, because but, they're iconic. Fallout was cool for what it was at the time. Yeah, I played I played Skyrim. I mean, I played Morrowind and Oblivion, but those were kind of different. Those were kind of different Different times as well. Yeah. Um, I played Skyrim. I played Fallout. um, And I'll put it this way. The uh, one of the top five mods that you have to get for Fallout 4 is the quick start where you just skip all the bullshit and just start and just start. <laughs> um, I'm waiting for that mod to come out because that uh-huh. will be super fun. And I assume you're playing PC then. Yeah. Cool. Um, but uh, yeah, no, Starfield has an interesting feel. It doesn't have the same feel as like Fallout 4, um, but it plays very similar to Fallout 4. Um, I've heard that pretty much every lead reviewer on everything say like if you love Bethesda bullshit this is going to be right up your alley and you're going to yeah. dig this. If you're this is like your first one in you're going to have to get used to a couple of things but like if you're into this game well, and you're spending the money and the time you're going to like it but they, they are very familiar Deathloop was that way and I was like I'm going to give this a Death shot. Loop, yeah. Uh, well if you like Bethesda bullshit you're going to love that game uh-huh. and like I, it's the same review I would say but like because the gimmick is great but it takes you fucking like four hours to even like Oh, I'm doing the mechanic now. Oh, I I loved The Witcher 3, and The Witcher 3 was like the first quarter of the game was the tutorial. And you didn't realize it was the tutorial until you got out of it. And they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, now you can play the game. And, the, you know, <laughs> I, and again, I sit here and shit on it proverbially like I'm not a Diablo fan and that you actually mm-hmm. don't get to play the game until 80 hours in. Right. So 
I am not talking shit. <laughs> well, they, I will give them props. I will give Bethesda props. They did make a successful effort to change their tone. Um, there's like, there's like humor in it, but it's not the same kind of Fallout humor. It's not like Skyrim humor. Um, there's, it's it has a different feel. It's familiar enough. It's like a it's like a when you look at two brothers and they look this they look like they're related and they act like brothers. they're part of the same family but there's like very specific different like between subtle differences. Yeah, between the two of them. That's true. Um, whereas a lot of their other a games comparison. a lot of their other games have felt like the same kid in different clothes. This game does feel like it's in the same family but this is a totally different brother. I've heard good and bad things. Obviously, a lot of the bad things are quality of life shit. The good things about yeah, the game are how... Yeah, it's got some rough quality of life How stuff. expansive and how cool it actually is. The fast travel system, the UI, the inventorying, yeah. the amount of inventory you can carry, how they don't tell you how to do anything. It all kind of sucks. The, the, fast travel, the fast travel I thought was kind of shitty. And then... Um, I played it for I played it for a little while and I realized that like you don't you don't have to use it. Yeah. And and you don't have to use it in a okay, I'm going to I'm here, I'm going to move to there. You you can be like, "No, I'm just going to fast travel from this point on the planet to my ship and then get in my ship, go up and do do all that." Do the things. Or you can be like, "No, I'm I'm going to like go around the planet and I'm just going to skip the flying through space part and get to the next planet." And that I think is You get to choose which how you use the fast travel. What also people are really enjoying about that is the amount of variety being like the the reviewers I've heard that have done it. Like almost every review like lead from like whether it's IGN kind of funny wherever yeah. they are has been like, "I was a space pirate" or like, "I was just a logistics guy." Like, "I was a medic that decided to do truck driving." Like, kind of, yeah. And like the amount of differences like th that's 10 different playthroughs from just 10 different people on mm -hmm. one shot the new game plus like a lot of newer rpgs do they're like and then bro when you beat it and you get to new game plus like 40 hours in oh the game opens up <laughs> and it's like yeah yeah but that shouldn't be a prerequisite for a game and it sounds like i'm just shitting on it and honestly earnestly i haven't played it but i've watched about 10 hours of stream mm -hmm. on it passively doing some work at home i don't i don't know that I don't know that anyone can get like a full scope of how all of it works together. No. Unless the they put like gathered. unless they put maybe like 20 hours into it. And beat the game at least once. Well, I don't know. I, I wouldn't even say that. Like um I I'm I think I'm something like 20 hours in. Um and uh probably nowhere near the end in your specific Oh no, case not then. at all. No. Um and I'm I'm reading reviews and I'm like, oh okay, this reviewer hasn't played it as long as I have. Like they haven't they haven't gone and done the different things. Okay, got it. Yeah, because they're not seeing how things are connected. Like, why haven't of. I been able to do this yet? Like, well, you will, but like, yeah, it's literally right around the corner. You just you stopped the, like the stage before. On either side of the coin, being like, well, maybe I should have by now, and this makes this a bad game, or like, <laughs> dude, you just need to if you had if you had wanted to do that or done it a differently way, that you would maybe feel like this game is great yeah. because you'd be there. So, I yeah. had a lot of reviewers I listened to like actually not willing to put a legitimate number score on it, being like, I only put like 15, 20 hours in, and I feel like three hundred is probably the amount that if I really dug into this and like built multiple characters yeah. that that would be the area where I'm like 300 hours in and I'm like okay I'm, now I'm burnt out and I feel like I've exhausted well, a good amount of options and I'm coming from That's I'm coming from like the Star Citizen 
background where it really is Nerd. like Nerd. after after <laughs> I think last year they put in an update which included kind of a tutorial to explain buttons <laughs> and like that's it um, I'm coming from like yeah the Starfield or the uh, Star Citizen realm where they literally you wake up in a bed and uh, that's it you you're in control of whatever you do like Minecraft you're in control style. of moving yeah Minecraft style um and so I I get this does kind of Starfield kind of pushes you in that way um they do they do set you in like a couple of different directions but um after you get through your first couple of like paths you just opens up you get to do whatever you want that's really cool though and you make the game you make the game play however you want it to play with the exception of the ui the ui yes. is fucking shit-tacular but also Always like I said, and then to give some ui props is the fact nice that like, <laughs> <laughs> to give it props you have then like such an expansive system i feel like they've done the best that you can like to be able to implement things that make sense yeah for probably a reason for multi like all these different ways you could do with all different types of people and wants and needs in a video game yep. you're never going to please everybody i have heard overwhelming oh. underwhelming response uh response to like things that you want but yeah. oh no i mean i'm out it's a chaos cast but, hey uh starfield aside i assume you're looking forward to it because you're, you're buying it and you're playing it but like um, I'd say it's the I'd say it's mine mine of the year until uh, until the DLC for Cyberpunk comes out and then we'll That's see. Right. And I'm waiting for I'm waiting for Ahsoka to play through its whole series like That's, its whole season. Yeah, the first can. couple episodes are good. I like them, um, but I'm I'm waiting for the rest of the season to come out and see how it stands as a whole. Actually, play. You know. <laughs> There's been a lot, and like mine are gonna go video games. Like I said, and just like you, like I mean, I, I probably don't see myself playing Starfield because I'm burnt out on the whole idea in general right now, and that's yeah. that's just me specifically. So, and also I would have to my PC needs to get the specs up to enjoy that the way I would want to enjoy that. Oh yeah, mine's chugging. To, mine's chugging along. Chugging. Yeah. And then Xbox, I just I don't have it. I have a PS5, so like I'm like ah, if I don't ever get it, I don't ever get it. So for me, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like I was saying, there's plenty. There's been so many good games this year. I would say. Listen I mean, before you say. We should pay the bills. Please do. The Weekly Geekly is brought to you by Synergy Nation Network, our sponsor for well over three years now. We appreciate them. Go check out all the amazing shows at synnation.net. That's synnation.net. The Weekly Geekly is also brought to you by Voodoo's Odd Shop, located at 1323 Martha Street behind the Admiral in Omaha, Nebraska. Voodoo's is home to some of the creepiest and weirdest curiosities you've ever seen. Check them out on Instagram at Voodoo's Odd Shop. Are you a Deathcast fan? Are you a Metalocalypse fan and you're looking for more Metalocalypse content, perhaps maybe even some more album reviews? Well, patreon.com slash TWG podcast has got you covered. You'll find a lot of content there that you will not find on our normal feed. And we're only adding more as the days go on. So go be a patron today and see what amazing rewards we have for you at patreon.com slash TWG podcast. And what were you saying? Oh my god! <laughs> I I realized now that we're back. Um, <laughs> no, uh, 
if you had asked me this question earlier in the year, which I'm asking myself, I would have said Diablo 4. Like, before sure, that came sure, out, sure. that was, like, earnestly like, oh, no question. Like, this is the thing that we've been waiting for fucking 10 years. So, probably, just to put a pin on it, mm-hmm. as much as we were talking about before we started, too, with Lucian, like, I've kind of burned out on it. I put about 100 hours into it. Yeah. I, I, I made a couple characters. I branched them up to the point where I was doing full paragons. Like... There's so many hours I'd have to put into it from there, but I'm kind of burnt out on it, including the seasonal content where I'm just like, this yeah. getting real repetitive, but not in the way that I'm enjoying where I play like Call of Duty with my friends where like every match you could get a win and you're chasing that dragon the whole time. Yeah. Diablo gets like very much like we're going to beat this, but at how long and at what cost? Like we're going yeah. to succeed, but like how many fucking revives is it going to take to do this? And like what armor class am I at? And things like that. So... Um, Baldur's Gate 3 dropped yeah. today for PlayStation people, by the mm-hmm. way, as day of recording. So that's another quick one up in there. Especially I need to play that the, one, yeah. To fill the D&D void. I want to play that, yeah. I, I, and it's cross-plat, so we can play with those. Like, those are probably, like, when it comes to, like, ooh, I'm wringing my fingers, like, waiting for it, I would say anticipation. Those would be the two. Looking forward, yeah, Mortal Kombat 1 or Super Mario Wonder. But, like, my favorite piece of content that I've, like... Involved myself with John Wick Four come out this year? Was that last year? John Wick Four came out early this year. Yeah, yeah. Which one? Okay, John Wick favorite. Ooh, that's that did come out this year. That was a great movie. So I mean, I guess like I was like, "Mm, that's not it, but yeah, no, that was a really good one too. You know, I'm gonna go with an easy cop out answer as well. But like, they revamped and put hitman freelancer together and that was this fucking year dude and that's my point is that there's been so many things that have happened but like my favorite thing that i still literally what i did and i know this is an old answer but you know us (laughs) we like Mm -hmm. when they put together hitman freelancer and then captured all of those video all of those video games into one hitman world of assassination that happened this year i played it for two and a half hours before i came here today when i had a break earlier today like it Mm -hmm. still captures me because it's the perfect roguelite with the amount of difficulty that you You still grip it and rip it yeah so i'm 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 not gonna harp anymore on hitman stuff on this podcast ever again i'm kidding but like (laughs) i've done that for years and the point is that like bro between uh, at the end of this year we're gonna do a big episode where i'm just going to name every fucking video i'm just gonna sit there with a list and be like guess what came out this year and i'm just gonna read (laughs) in chronological order and then have to somehow decipher my top 10 of that and yeah. I don't know a very good way to do it, but what I will say, though, is that, like I said, I've given four video games, two that I anticipated, two that I'm still waiting for, but one that captures my heart forever. John Wick 4 was a great movie. The Death Clock albums were fantastic. Had a couple other good albums, like Danny Brown's one of my favorite rappers. He, he released a great album earlier this year with JPEG Mafia. Like, there's lots of shit that <laughs> happened. But Hitman Freelancer, The World of Assassination, three seven years of video games getting remastered and culminated into one game that runs Mm -hmm. cohesively on all the maps through all the stories on the latest engine in a roguelite that changes the play of your assassinations every single time in maps you were already familiar with so whether you're brand new or you're someone that's put literally 2,000 hours into it the way that I have over seven years brand new game every single time you boot it up I don't know who my target is I don't run into the same shit I can't use the same weapons, and every single run, even if I find similarities, are different, where I still die, 
even as good as I am, I'm playing on the hardest difficulty and I can do that in my sleep. I still die. I still can't win. Yeah. I still lose everything because one mistake and you get killed. You start all 20 missions over from number one, like a roguelite again. Yeah. So yeah. like, that's been the thing that's still encapsulated me the most this entire year, like with without question. And to be lucky enough to have a series that's been running since 1999, technically, with a yeah. couple of shit movies in between and 10 games from here and there to be finally consolidated into like one big story that actually has an ending. Yeah. And then when they ended it, it was like, but guess what? Now that you're no one's master and no one's keeper, do whatever you want. So now I have this roguelite mode that you just go and fucking take contracts for straight money. There's no yep. silent assassin rating. You have to shoot everyone in the face. Who's going to tell you no? <laughs> yeah. Like, if you want to be a dick, be a dick. If you want to play it perfectly and get a little bit more money and be the silent assassin that makes your ego happy, do it. But you don't fucking have to. You can do it as long as you get in, you get out, and who's dead is dead. Good. Yeah. Like, that's the perfect ending to an assassination book that never ends now. So oh, I mean, there like, was there's, a... there's nothing but good reasons for me to gush, gush about it for fucking years, and I already have for literally three fourths of my life. There yeah. was a uh, there there was a, a mission in Starfield where you saying it reminded me where you're trying to infiltrate the pirate um, faction, and they send you on this like initiation quest, and they're like, yeah, go like find this ship, like get on this ship, and then go kill this one guy. Pirate. <laughs> um, and uh, and so you're you have the option to get on there and be like, hey, uh, I'm here. I'm supposed to kill this guy, but like we don't, you know, like nobody's got to get hurt. So like let's just make up a ruse so I can pass my initiation test. Uh-huh. Um, or you can like blow up the whole ship, just and, fuck it up. Yeah, whatever. So what I did was I went in there and I was like, oh yeah, no, uh, I'm here. Um, I'm actually undercover trying to infiltrate the group. Um, they want me to kill this guy. So, cause you don't know who it is. You don't have a face. You just have a name. Yeah. Um, and so you are talking to him and they're like, oh, okay, well then I guess we'll just, uh, we'll come up with this ruse and then that will, I think the guy's name is like Ryan or something like that. Sure. And then that will, uh, that'll make it look like Ryan's dead. Okay. Awesome. Does that work with you, Ryan? And they turn to one of the characters that's standing there and is like, oh uh, yeah, I guess that it's, you know, jail's better than jail's better than dead. And so I was like, okay, awesome. So that's Ryan. Bam. And I just shot him in the head and Boom. I ran away. <laughs> that's amazing. So I was like, oh, you did my dirty work for me. And you like, if you're you cool like ratting him out. Bah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, you're Ryan. Awesome. Bam. Good and then I you. ran back to the pirates and I was like, job done. Hey, by the way, he's dead. <laughs> we got him. Yeah. We did it. Uh, my partner didn't like that at all, but no. I got it done. Well, that's what I'm really excited about Baldur's Gate as well, is that, like, because it's D&D inherently where you have the D&D oh, yeah. dice. So you get to D20. be murder hobos. Well, your D20 rolls on the screen, and, like, it does all the quick math for you. Like, you don't have to know what damage a longbow does. Like, it's mm. just to be like, hey, uh, this is the, like, just hit the A button and, like, hold it as long as you want. Like, it's a Yahtzee game, and then let it go. And then yeah. there's your dice roll on a D4 or whatever mm-hmm. weapon you're using. Or you can be like... Just like real D and D, you're talking to some guy and be like, "Are you cool with that, Ryan?" And be like, "Yeah, I guess jail's better than dead." Be like, "All right, one." Be like, "Well, I guess I'm fucking sh- shooting Ryan." Like, yeah. I'm like out of here. Like, <laughs> yeah. one. I'm not talking to nobody. Like yeah. that. And like what that game. What I've also heard, and I'm I, I'm speaking completely ignorantly because I've really tried as much as I can to be spoiler free because that's going to be such a fun game that I want to just do on my own. Yeah. Well, with friends, but like yeah. d- do that with no prejudging yep. whatever that 
that's the fun of D&D. You have this great fucking plan. Your DM has a plan. Everyone's in on it. They see where you're going. Then you roll a three and you're like, well, I shot my own friend in the dick. Like, whoops. Huh. <laughs> and like, there's like one famous TikTok video going around right now. And I think it's just TikTok because it's like only like 20 seconds and most things that sure. are come from there. But it's just yeah. like, what happens when you roll like a nat 20 critical strength when you have plus strength, but you're like a halfling or something. Mm-hmm. And there's like a squirrel that comes up to your guy and is like, I can't let you inside of the guild, my friend, because you're the, the whatever, whatever. And you're like, what do you want to do with him? And you're like, fucking attack it. But you're because you're just as small and it's like, I rolled a nat 20 and you just fucking kicked this thing and it like just like explodes, <laughs> just explodes. and nobody nobody around like tries to, 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 to shoot everyone's just like oh <laughs> fuck that was gnarly huh yeah. <laughs> like, and I like, saw a similar one with a door where yeah. like the little tiny halfling rolls a nat 20 <laughs> strengths checks the door and it explodes into splinters yeah like and the fact that they had to program like basically I mean you think about it like and granted there's probably like you know computer coding they're like if then sure if in this value then mm-hmm. this but like when you have all the variables of all the different races, classes, weapons, blah, 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 yep. blah, blah, where it's literally like one number could be like it happens or it doesn't or how yep. critically or doesn't. Yep. They had to program a door just like barely being opened, a door barely being touched, a door not moving, a door fucking exploding. Like yep. just that one interaction for all. Like I can't. It makes sense that Larian Studios took fucking 11 years to make this game. Yeah. And oh. speaking on cyberpunk and not just to shit on it, but that was the whole initial review it was like they took like 13 years and hyped this with trailers and movies and tv and fucking Mm -hmm. then came up with something that cars drive sideways and sucks yeah like how do you do but like Baldur's gate and they also they pushed up because they're like this is a pc experience we'll play it on a ps5 later when starfield's already had some time because those people don't even get starfield they bumped up like admittedly they tweeted they're like we were they were set to release on the exact same day as starfield yeah they released two weeks early just to get the fuck out of the way and I heard a lot of people saying that Baldur's Gate's a better game than Starfield. So like, if, it, if that's your jam, yeah. yeah. If that's your jam, like yeah. if, when it comes down to like, if you have to be objective, like, what's the RPG of the year? Uh, I think a lot of people are like, yo, this thing got out of the way of the thing that's. It's like when an opening band blows a headliner out of the water, and they're yeah. like, I'm glad I came early because let's go yeah. home, <laughs> like, yep. kind of thing. So yeah. I mean, like, I but again, uh, you know, oh yeah, Starfield is 100. percent uh an eight, I get my rocks off. 10, I, think. I get my rocks off walking up into spaceships and then like climbing up the ladder to get to the next floor, and it's it's a really cool experience it's if you're into slow. running around spaceships. Right, like if you're into Death yeah. Stranding, I could see you liking this game. If you were into open world RPGs with a lot mm-hmm. of side questing and a lot of like talking, fiddling, yeah. fucking around. Oh, yeah. Doing a real role yep. playing game where you get to make your person be you and then like, yeah, I don't want to be a dick. Like, earnestly, I want something mundane and see how long mm-hmm. I can run this person. I want to be a logistic expert or like a fucking UPS kind of thing. Like, great. Do it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be boring compared to being a space pirate. But like, maybe I, it's not to you. You like, can You can also pirate the space pirates. That's the fucking I've thing. Definitely, there was a ship that like landed in front of me. I like, I heard it come in. Up, they man? do they do a cool thing with the atmosphere where it does like an atmospheric boom, and it's slightly different on other planets that don't have atmosphere. Um, and so, so that's it comes the in. The life shit that I've heard is really cool. It comes in and it lays down, and the ramp drops, and there's like these three three dudes in like armor and assault rifles, and they like 
come out like they're storming the beaches and, and I just machine gunned them all down. How about no? Walked in, shotgunned everyone through the ship, walked up to the pilot's chair and just like moved the dead body out of the chair and sat in it. And I was yep. like, this is mine now. Yep. One Sorry, of the guys. reviews I've heard was something yeah. kind of similar, but like one of them wanted to be like a, uh, it was more of like a, I guess, I don't like a gun runner in a way is what he wanted to be just like a, a shysty bastard all yeah, the way around yeah. like someone that never knows he's double crossing everybody mm -hmm. so he made his lock picking his interrogation like all yeah. of that up to like master class and he was like that's the fucking as much as I was like mm, about this game every now and again I was actually on a day where I was kind of having a bummer with it but also be like just the sheer scope of being like well now I'm done with this and I'm kind of having a bummer like what the fuck do I actually want to like this seems so vast like what should I even like get my like grips into to make me want to yeah. play this and lo and behold as he said that like a uh, ship lands yep. way in the distance yep but not like armored assault like just like four like dur, 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 just like mm -hmm. just like regular astronauts get out and they're just like taking soil samples or whatever yeah so he goes up and tries to talk to them and they're just kind of like hey uh we didn't really want to interact with any locals we don't know if you are um just taking soil samples like <laughs> please go away we have science to do but yeah yeah if you're really interested if you want like an internship i got nothing for you <laughs> he was like i'm good on an internship um but i, I love spaceships i mean i'm not gonna check it guys it's cool if i stand outside it like basically like i'm i'm but you could all like the dialogue is almost that good he's like i'm just gonna yeah. kind of like just chill over here i got nothing going on today i'm off work and they're like cool so he like wanders over to the side of their ship and he'd already like gained their trust and he, like looks at it and says like level five lock or whatever and he's like i'm level five and just like <laughs> just like open their ship and he's like hmm just goes in and like kind of looks around and he's like no one's bugging me they seem pretty cool like he's like actually one of the guys is like hi yep <laughs> and he's like he's like just don't okay hi and he went in and he was just like yeah, I'm just like took off, and the guy's like, "What the fuck?" Like, just like I just left yep. them there. They had a much nicer ship than me, but now I have this ship. So I took it back to my dock, repainted, and said, "What up, bitch?" And I yep. was like, "He's like in this game." And like that was, I didn't get any achievements. Unnecessary. It's the most fun I've had with this fucking game. And yeah, I was like, it's got a lot of those moments. Yeah, that's brilliant. Like that. Like the. Uh, that's what I've heard is that like some of the two out of five or like four out of ten moments that I've found from people, have just been quality of life stuff that just don't enjoy that breaks yeah. them from the immersion of the game. Yeah, but then the lowest of lows are impacted by the fucking funniest or best or like tear jerking or emotional or whatever it is that actually gets them to be like, oh, this yeah. is a fucking ten out of ten game. So they most people land somewhere in the seven and a half to eight and a half range with it. So I think that's fair. Yeah. What's your favorite thing this year? Come yeah. on, man. We've tried, right. we've been bugging time, bro. <laughs> really, really want to know? a cookie. Hold on. <laughs> you really want to know? You really want to I'll know? tell you. So I mean, like, okay, like I mean, we like it's one of two one of two choices. So just give us A or B. There's been lots of good things this year. I mean, there's been good comic books. There's been good movies. There's oh, been. Oh, 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 I think he's ready. It's it, <laughs> it's probably the movie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All well, right. Not that I don't love the album, <laughs> but like it was just so good. Well, and much less than the just death clock movie. Yeah. factor. Like, it's been fucking, like I was just saying, it's been 10 years. It's a hard I'm waiting for something, and yeah. then you get it, and it's actually good. Like, right. you don't get low expectations, but like, you get this, you're going to be a fan. Not yeah. only that, it is good. Like, there's nothing better than that. Right. So I get it. Yeah. It was completionist thing. You know what I mean? Like, the album is amazing. I love it for my own reasons, but. Oh, yeah. 
the movie Fresh was just like so good. I couldn't, I could not pick the movie. That's fair. That's because the album also ties along with it. I figured that was the way that you would go because, like I said, the album kind of yeah. ties in, and the album only has as much depth as like the the movie yeah. does, and mm-hmm. it equates a lot of it. But and like I said, all of us. We pick things that are like right up in our area, right up in our alley. But that makes sense. Like I said, your creatures a habit. We all are. I don't know, man. There's a lot of good music that came out this year, but it's hard to pick one favorite album, especially because I enjoy so many different kinds of movies. That's why I was having such a hard time. I mean, movies of music, but also different kinds of movies for sure. But I think that was also difficult to pick a different kind of video game because there's, like I said, like Mortal Kombat yeah. and Super Mario are two other sides of the fucking baton, like yeah, yeah. entirely. But I and but I, I'm really looking forward to. Oh, I mean, Spider Man Two is going to be cool, but I probably won't play that for a while. Wait, hold on. Did they already? They already did Spider Man Two. No, Miles Morales was his own thing. Oh, that was a... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I had the yeah. DLCs for both 1 and 2, because that was a PlayStation 5 exclusive like drop in like 2020. It was okay, like, yeah, I so hear what Spider-Man you're saying. So Spider-Man 2 is coming out yeah. on October 20th, the same day as Super Mario Wonder, and you know what I'm going to be playing. Oh, really? Not I have Spider-Man. not heard fucking nothing about that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It's going to be a blast. Uh, yeah, that ought to be really fun. Even the Miles Morales game was fun. I agree. There's nothing that yeah. th- th- there's something that inherently I, I think that I say Spider-Man even because like we well. all we all kind of acknowledge that it should have been a it's just a DLC. It's just its own Dude, expanded DLC. I'm glad you say that because like I agree and I think a lot of people agree with our sentiment. But yeah, Miles Morales is essentially just like an, a really fucking solid, but like but a DLC. But I think that's probably because they did it justice by doing it at the time, like the amount of time and hours you needed. The size yeah. and the scope that it was was perfect for what that story is. And even if it was a full sixty dollar at the time release, that essentially yeah. was treated as a DLC. The price point steep, but. It was done perfectly. So like, it was really solid. Like, yeah, I inherently, the only thing that was not as solid was the costumes, like the different, there's a few things I didn't like about it as much as other Spider-Man games. I don't think it was, I don't think it's my favorite Spider-Man game, but also, like I said, I, that's really not my niche. Like trying to those like me neither. Yeah. Those open world beat em ups like that. I need something more than cartoons or superheroes for me to like, like Ghost of Tsushima or The Witcher or things like yeah. that, where you're like wide open. God of War, like those are Spider Man. Those all exist in the same play type, and I can tell you that I like the, the former much more than the latter here. Like, mm-hmm. it, I don't know, but like again, yeah. horses for courses. God, man. Ghost of Tsushima was so fucking tight. a beautiful game. You know, you know, somewhere oh. they have two in development somewhere. Like, because oh, there's so much hope. story to still have with that, and then. The, more than anything else, I love that Legends mode they had. It was so tight, so compressed, so good for such like a, a small, a small quote unquote video game where something like, you know, in the first day, they got millions and millions of players on Starfield and they have like 800,000 fucking Steam buys in yeah. day one. And then like, yep. it's going to reach 20 million players where Ghost of Tsushima really only at its peak sold 8 million copies. That was it. Damn. That was mm-hmm. it. And they celebrated that like it was 4th of July because, yeah, this thing was a brand new IP out of Sucker that, Punch Studios that hasn't done shit in so, in, well, yeah, in so long. That game, so Ghost of Tsushima um, is, if they had just taken the skeleton. That's the TV show, too, coming, I think. Oh, if they had just taken the, I have, I have a thought on that in a second. If they'd taken the bones of Ghost of Tsushima, like the mechanical skeleton of how the game plays, 
and they had just put the Star Wars skin over that with like the lightsabers and whatnot. So nice. The the so nice. second Star Wars game would have been so fucking amazing. But they got their EA mm-hmm. grubby stubbies on it, man. It's and like it's just, all you had clunky. to do. All you had to do was take all of these like skins that you already have from the first game, <laughs> just put them on the Ghost of Tsushima mechanic. And you have an amazing lightsaber fighting game. Because like, the, there's nothing. Like, I haven't experienced game. sword or third person melee combat that feels as good as that Just game ever did. So mm. so good, and it's crisp, and it's reactive, and it also the style. It's the style shifting. That's the bit. Is yes. That you. Yeah, these different. It's less that like yeah, different weapons have different like Defenses. qualities. No, it's just use the same sword. And then just like shift your style. Understand that like yeah. these big blue brutes mm-hmm. require if you're going to break them down to use this certain kind of style. Yep. But you're also being attacked by three other different kinds of them. So you can't yep. just hold on to that one style. You need to be a you master shift. of all the ways of the katana. Like yeah, you got to shift it around. Oh, so good. And they like played into it so closely with the Jedi Survivor we're gonna call it Survivor if that's not actually the name of it the Jedi Fallen pretty, Order 2 yeah, uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's I know it's Survivor I think that's the newer one we could look this up uh, yeah the one that the one that came out this year I mean like the whole point is his lightsaber literally changes on a dime like it's fucking like magnetic he just like pulls it apart and like boom plugs in a new piece bam it's all of a sudden these different lightsabers sure. and he does it like on the fly he doesn't have to it's like stance switching yeah it is stance switching but however but <laughs> they tied it to like the fucking workbench I'm like no like, just like, don't have do that. the workbench be cosmetic right and like or have it do it like when like how Tsushima did where you're like I'm in a safe area and I've like collected enough like random supplies from doing this like I could if I wanted oh, upgrade to upgrade my things and change the yeah but it's yeah, more yeah. like it's less even upgrade it's like they had the upgrades for sure but it was less even upgrades like we're like do you want to go this route or this route and like change like how you play yeah. because if you're inherently just not strong enough or that's not your thing cool then get your bombs and like smoke grenades yeah. stronger yeah. so that you can be a little more sneaky and run into these bigger like excursions without feeling encumbered but also without feeling overpowered yeah because I feel like that is like having the right amount of difficulty challenge and obviously you can set different difficulties too it was too, such but a like, good game it was so good it was one of the ones that like when you died you felt punished because you got outworked not because you got fucking cheated yeah and when you were yep. able to parry and beat ass it felt deserved because you would yep. still find spots where you're down to like 2% health but you're just dodging fast enough to like get it done and then stab one guy and make enough room that you've recovered health and back up and then use a sm- like it there isn't combat that I've experienced in a game sans God of War Ragnarok that feels equatable yeah mm-hmm. I mean God of War Ragnarok was a masterpiece now Elden Ring I do believe matches that quality but it's just a different feel because of from software how heavy and clunky mm-hmm. it is but that's just yeah. their feel it's tank combat even if yep. you're not a tank uh having speed doesn't exist in the same way that it does i inherently like characters that gotta go fast oh uh god damn speaking of gotta go fast and from software uh armored core 6 came out i wanted to I ask you up. my motherfucking friend that seems right up your i wasn't gonna bring it up i was like have you so fucked with armored core 6 i have fucked with it a little bit um i am not a big dark souls guy that's not my jam guy but i do love me some robots i do love me some like lasers and heavy weapons um 
And Armored Core 6 is... It is a fun time. Like the... Bullet hell, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, like laser hell. Like, (laughs) it is just like neon. It is a rave happening on your screen almost the entire game. Is that PC for you as well then? Yeah. Dude, fuck. Um, That's the way to do it. And for some reason, I'm working with a really old graphics card. Like, I need to to update it. But uh, Armored Core 6 runs fucking great smooth as shit on like highest settings mm-hmm. and you know I've heard that some of the depth isn't there but like especially from people like but I've heard like it's a different side of the same coin here where it's like yeah people that have heard from from software like ooh I didn't like Souls or Bloodborne or, or Elden Ring this is, a diff- this is a different not even the fucking same take that out of it's your a brain different beast but you're getting that triple A quality that from software brings they're very very close to each other very close to each other um, whereas like Dark Souls um, kind of wanted you to focus on what's your enemy move set. How are you going to dodge? How are you going to time the correct like attack? An- yeah, the attack correct attack animation, um, etc. And then Bloodborne took that and was like, okay, how do we do that? But then reward you for being aggressive. <laughs> it's true, man. That was the difference there. And then um, I guess I didn't actually play Sekiro that Dude. much, and apparently Sekiro is kind of like. No, you, your character never actually levels up. No. You just get good. Yep. You don't get any... It's... Yeah. So hard. Inherently so difficult to play. Like, yeah. wildly... It, it, it. You are a glutton for punishment if you like Sekiro. Like, you are going to get down to the last hit and then get shysted. Like, by some unrockable, <laughs> unbreakable attack that they haven't done once in the whole fight and then just smites you. Mm, like, yeah. you're going to get punished, but if you get through it, it still isn't even rewarding because you're just fucking sweaty and tired. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, yeah. I, gotta, I gotta turn this game off. Like, dude, it, but it's... That's the From Software stamp. Well, so it's like that's their whole shtick. So having Armored Core, I'm, I'm interested. Yeah. So Armored more. Core, it focuses a lot more, from what I can tell, it focuses a lot more on um, your like three dimensional movement, because like flight is in there. Your robot like jumps around and boosts all over and right. So like very fast pace super fast so it rewards you for being fast and it rewards you for um doing a little bit of the classic like okay a ballistic cannon is gonna is gonna be good for this enemy but like a laser rifle is gonna be good for that enemy sure um the way i've described it is you set up an attack on the front that opens up an availability on like the back right and what you're actually rewarded for is moving in one fluid motion from the front making the attack and then flying around and angling yourself to, to do the so other side one, of one string. Yeah, to do, and to do it all in one string. So like if you ever watch the um, if you watch the trailers for Armored Core 6, mm-hmm. some of the some of the recent ones before it right before it dropped they have, they've got these robots that are like basically skiing all around each other. Yeah. They're just like skidding and there's sparks flying or whatever, but they're doing like robot parkour. <laughs> it, it's like Gunkata from like, uh, what was that Christian Bale movie? Yeah, whatever uh, that is. Yeah, <laughs> where it, it's literally just fluid movements. 
that's what it rewards it rewards being able to do fluid movements and especially i would imagine that would lend itself well to pc being able that you can be more fluid with your stick with your mouse movement especially like and get into the logistics honestly i think maybe uh maybe controller on pc would be better it's one of the few games that like a controller is gonna help you quite a bit to understand the mechanic Uh, yep Hmm. it's just well and some stuff like i said you know obviously if you're if you're a pc dork and you have like your gaming mouse that has like extra triggers and buttons on it that maybe that would change some of the aspects but i'd Hmm. imagine for fluidity it is about aim yeah and i always feel it doesn't but but it's not they lock you in you use like a targeting computer and it locks you to what enemy you're looking at so in that case, it might be more a matter than like what you're more comfortable moving with. Yeah, so it's really the sticks are for movement. They're not so much for aiming. Hmm. It's like target. You select your select well, your enemy and then like move sense. around it. Yeah. Yep. Nah, man. Video games are fucking cool. They are. <laughs> God damn it. Like I said, there's at the end of this year, I want to just you guys. Like I said, like in January, we had Hi-Fi Rush, which is like one of the best 2D platformers of the modern generation. Like then. Yeah, fucking Hogwarts Legacy, Diablo Four. Oh, that's like, right. Bro, Hogwarts Legacy came out. Like dude, that was this year. Like I said, Hitman Freelancer got put together. We're talking t- t- Street Fighter Six, which I haven't even got a, a second to touch yet. Mm-hmm. Along with like uh, installments of like classics, like fucking Trine, which is like a puzzling game. Oh yeah, Trine Five dropped. Yeah, and like I said, Baldur's Gate Three, which is like a technically like a ten- like. There's so many things that like when I talk to people that like skateboarding. Mm-hmm. They're going to give you a, like, what's your favorite skater? They're going to be like, they're going to give you someone that the average person who knows Tony Hawk does not know. Yeah. They're going to give you uh, someone who's hot right now, like a fucking, uh, like, uh, Tyshawn Williams, like the guy that just won Sodia of the Year a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Any of you know him? Didn't think so. The point is that, like, he's one of my favorite skaters because I like skating. Mm-hmm. I'm in the weeds. If you dislike video games last year when you're like Elden Ring, God of War, like these are two giant studios, they're triple A's. If you're not playing these, you're fucking around because there's not much else. There was no household name besides this fighting games, your Street Fighters and your Mortal Kombat's like besides that being Harry Potter fans, I guess Hogwarts Legacy too. like there was not that many games that came like Armored Core is not a game that like if you play Madden every year and that's one of the only games no. you're not buying that but it's definitely you're not it buying is definitely Baldur's a game. game that when it was released there was a small handful of people around the world that were like fuck yes this was what I would call 2023 is the year of the gamer like this is when you ask people this was a good year for that like yeah it was a good year games. for games I can't pick a top 10. Like, it's going to be super hard for me to yep. do that. Whereas last year, I was like, oh, I know my one and two. It's got to work. It's Elden Ring. And then everything else can yeah. pff, follow along. This year, there is no front runner. There is only 30 good fucking video games. Call of Duty 3 comes out in November, and they don't even like marketing it. They don't even care. They're like, yeah, it's going to come out. We're going to make a trillion fucking dollars. Like, we just put out... We're, yeah. we're, we're, we got we did, we did, we got fucking... We're, we're trying to make more WoW campaigns. We just reused Diablo. We're Blizzard. We got shit to do. Like, I... Yeah. And that that comes yeah. out this year. That's not going to be in the conversation for game of the year because it never necessarily is on those big platforms. Yeah. The campaign for Modern Warfare 2, I will say, bringing that to the modern era, like when I played that last year, I actually downloaded the campaign, which I rarely do with shooters like that, and the, played all the way through it. I was like, yo, this is a well-crafted, fantastic cinematic story. The campaign for Modern Warfare 1 and 2, the, the remakes, 1 and 2, the campaigns are solid. They're solid experiences, and I would gladly pay $35 for them. 
And here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> you need 90. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And that's the fuck. And like, so that's why like the campaigns are like, me, neither here nor there. But I'm very like Battlefield 2042. And that came out a couple years ago. Didn't even release with the campaign because I felt like they were going to move past that in storyboarding. No. And they fucked up. I was a huge Battlefield stand for like most of my life. We didn't talk about Call of Duty in this house. Okay. Yeah. Fuck them. But now, yeah. all I do is play Call of Duty if I'm going to play a shooter because it has become the superior product. Like, it just is. But even to the oh, point of it, like, where... Man. I'm telling you, there's there's so many there's so many PC shooters out there that are... Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, when you're talking about, like, what can I play with my friends for free fucking around? I'm not playing Fortnite. I'm just not doing it. No, but no. But I can't get you, with the homies you've that got, all of us in our You've got Ready and, or Not. Yeah. Um, you've got... Um, Oh God! What's the the? There's one that's like uh, CIA based, where you're like, oh, it's g- ground like ground group or ground operations or something like that. Ground ops? Is that what they call it? Uh, I don't know. I I'm not big into the PC like farther into the Steam games. I it those those two games get there are some. Uh, I mean, just squad, but uh, squad snitch. And then I fucking broke everything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, there's a lot of like PC games that are first person shooters that are uh hella fucking good and you get you get people to play with you and you can do some like real fucking cool tactical like shit. Like real co-op co-op tactics. Yeah. Yeah. And like granted that Call of Duty does not have that. Now I'm not like I said, I'm not gonna am I gonna am it's I gonna a sit beast. here and it's a, different beast. a video game podcast and be like, and then at the end of the day, Call of Duty's the best thing. Like fuck no. There's so many better games than that. There's so many bugs. Like literally I got I was playing a little bit with my friends last night. I got kicked mm-hmm. twice. No reason. Just fucking like mm-hmm. oh, I cannot wait, I gotta reboot. Whatever. Like it's a shit game on so many fronts, but like what it does well, it's doing better than the other AAA shooters, like yeah. your Battlefields, your Counter-Strikes, your time, whatever. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. it just has this area that I feel like somehow they've grabbed such a big following of people and have put themselves as the number one front runner. And for no other reason, maybe but nostalgia for a few things, for sure, because people will love playing it forever. Maybe because but like, it's easy and it's like approachable. Yeah, because it doesn't have to. You don't have to have team co- like co- co-op. You don't have to have comms. You don't have to care. Yeah. But the people that do, oh, we succeed. Like we succeed until you get fucked because some guy that paid to win has the Nicki Minaj fit and slams her cheeks in your face and you just fucking die for no reason. Like yeah. and that's happened to me twice. Yeah. But like. <laughs> Well, like, you know, is Nicki Minaj actually a character? She's a playable operator. Okay, yeah, okay. it's ridiculous. So is Twenty One right. Savage. So is Snoop Dogg. There's a few, but it's it's ridiculous. Okay, but okay. like, so it does <laughs> add some like, why is this happening to this? Which I don't enjoy. But the way that it feels, like the I, way that it plays, it's so approachable. Just <clears throat> excuse me for like friends that like normally don't game with me. I can get my like Nate, who's on the show all the time. Who, yeah. like I said, he's like he's a gamer, but like also only cares so much mm-hmm. so he'll hop in and be like oh yeah I still only have a PS4 but whatever I can still f- you got nothing going on cool hop on to war zones man and we can go and fucking yeah. have a great three hours and just lose time and like I said chase the dragon looking for W's but I can play them I can play that with like our homie that's on PC my other buddy that's on Xbox yeah. then me on a PS5 and him on a PS4 and we're all just running shit in the same fidelity minus graphics but like yeah. Like there's there's something that they're doing there, obviously with money behind it. That's super, just approachable and likable, but yeah. also uh, completely a turnoff for so many people. But like I said, they're not even marketing it because they know it's going to fucking sell. No, I don't. No. I like I said. I the best way I could describe it and always come back to it is that Call of Duty is a. <laughs> 
it's a it's not a cartoon, but it's like a cartoony, fast-paced first-person shooter for people that want to get into the genre. Battlefield is a war simulator. So, like, if you want to be good at that, you have the exact same skills. It's essentially the same game, but you need to understand that if you're going to play infantry, there's going to be a lot of running, and if you don't want to just, like, have to respawn with a lot of running, you need to be good. And if I, you want to uh, run tanks or run comms or run operations, that's the way to succeed. I, I see I see you, Battlefield, and I, and I raise you, squad. Uh, and there's a couple of there's a few others that all oh are much better that I would have to introduce you to that are legitimately like war simulators. Well, how many days of Counter Strike did you play? I never actually played Counter Strike. No, nope, never played it. Then you have then shut up. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's you got you got Squad. I mean Arma, the Arma sure. series is super good about that. It's, oh yeah, bye Ryan. No, <laughs> I'll say a minute ago. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I said, I'm there's a couple that I could show you if you if you really want like simulators, like shooter simulators. There's a couple I could show you, mm-hmm. but like, um, yeah, Call of Duty's it's it's fine. It's a <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to describe it. You know what I've been doing the last two days? It's not actually a shooter. I pay for the online uh, like the expansion because like if you have a Nintendo Switch, you mm-hmm. get all. Super Nintendo and Nintendo NES emulations that they have for free. Like, Ooh. it just happens. Like, no, yeah. there's not, like, a full library, but there's, like, 30 to 40 games in each one of them. It's for free. If you buy the Nintendo 64 expansion pack, like, along with, like, updated on... It's, like, honestly, compared to the rest of them, it's only $25 a fucking year to get Ooh. all this extra shit and have, like, the online capabilities, and then you add $25 to it for these other three... So $50 a year. Not only do you have online... Which is less important because a lot of uh, Nintendo Switch is single player stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you want to play like, you know, Mario Kart online or you want to play with your friends on Overcooked or whatever the fuck you're doing, you want to challenge people in DBZ fighters, like you need, it's only $25 a year. Yeah. Now, the online shit, but the point is, not only do they give you um, the first two, the NES and the Super Nintendo, you also get the 64, the Sega Genesis. Whoa, they bought Sega? Yeah, Whoa, so Sega's okay. its own company, but they were finally like, yeah, you can have Sonic through the Nintendo Switch, whatever you pay us, whatever, fuck it. Have some Sonic as a Right, treat. so you get a bunch of like, and like like Echo the Dolphin, and like all these other mm. weird like fucking Sega mm-hmm. games that were originals, but you get that, Echo that, yeah. right? N64, so you get like Mario Kart and all the other good, Golden Eyes on there, all the Pokemon Stadium, there's such a good shit, but you know what I've been doing the past few days? What have you been doing the past few days? They have the Game Boy Advance emulator on there, too. And I was like, okay, it's like the odd cheap of all these. But I have been playing a fuckload of WarioWare mm-hmm. now. <laughs> Do either one of you know what that is? Like how, I how vaguely remember WarioWare. No. Okay, so now looking forward, there's so many clones of this. And like so much that happens in the Mario universe has been kind of or, or like dubbed around it. And what it is, is that it's a fucking fever dream is what it is. Like you, you show up, you're an unnamed character that's just like you're whatever name you put in. And there's just like a weird guy in a fro. There's just like dancing around in like an empty place. He's yeah. Looking weird. And he busts out his flip phone and is like, you cool? And you're like, I'm cool. And he's like, cool to play these games. And all you do is it gives you four seconds and it's just a series of 20 mini games 
like where it's just mm. like it just boom boom rapid fire and if you fuck up four times you lose and go back to the beginning so what it does it'll be something as simple it'll be like dodge and you'll be like dodge what and then it'll just like just show you on the screen and your little character just standing there and it drives like a wiener mobile actually you have to <laughs> jump over it in like a two second span if you pass it's like cool next and then like just goes like now it's like jump and like jump at what and then it just like pops <laughs> a jump rope on the screen you have to like jump it twice and like cool next and it gives you only four seconds and it's just like rapid fire if you die four times you have to start all the way over but there's like 15 bosses they all speed up all the games add a little bit to it whereas it's like catch and it's like a guy holding a straw there's a hand at the bottom of the screen just like and drops it and you have to like catch it and just all you have to do is hit a left and right those are the only buttons in the entire game a left and right the hardest fucking (laughs) game known to man like I haven't beat it yet. I've been like I've been sitting there fucking every night, just being like mini games. Yeah, let's go. But it's just like a collection of like I don't want to call them Mario Maker mini games because those generally involve like multiplayer and like 30, 40 yeah, seconds. Yeah. Like, it's like, but it's mini game after mini game, and it's just fast. The story makes no sense. As soon as you beat a character, then they're just like hanging out in front of the disco cafe where they were at, and being like, yeah. And then you get the next guy, and then you go like, they tell a story where like one of them's this girl's late for work on her bike. And she's like trying to race to work at the cafe where everyone's hanging out. It's like the fourth person you unlock. Yeah. And so she's like on her way there. She's like fucking like I'm super late. And she like blows by a cop doing like a hundred on her little fucking tricycle or whatever. Because it's it's all cartoony. And then a monkey that's her sidekick that's like wearing a helmet on the back like looks back and sees the cops are chasing her and like puts on a little helmet and is like haha and like starts to like throw bananas at the cop cars and like making them like swear off the street and then just starts a mini game so every time you successfully complete a mini game he throws another banana at the cop cars and like if you make it through all 20 mini games which have nothing to do with that and knock out all 20 cop cars you get to make it to work and now you're there now it's the next person and the next guy is like I said yeah just someone who like has to fucking oh, it doesn't matter like the story yeah. doesn't matter yeah. every person you it's the fu- I've never played it. I've been enthralled. I've put like at least 10 hours into this game and I haven't beat it yet. And it's definitely not that long if you're good at it, but it's not easy. There's no difficulty settings. It's just it gets harder. That's it. And like if I didn't have save states, I probably wouldn't be at the end boss where I'm at now because I made it through Ooh. about like 12 or 15. Then I started having to use save states and I'm pretty good at games. And I was like, this is not for kids. Like, <laughs> There's no subject matter. I'm just like, dude, how are they do? I, mean, I guess maybe you're, I guess if you're a kid, you haven't had as many beers as I've had. Your reaction time is probably better than mine. And it's, it's all just quick reactions. There's no memorizing patterns either because the games come at random. It's not just like, here's this person's set of games. Mm. Huh. It's, I think they have like they've said there's over 350 individual mini games and it just gives you some of them based on how far along you are is how fast or how small or how difficult it becomes and I was like dude this is one of the best games ever made and now looking forward throughout like Smash Brothers uh, other Nintendo lore other mini like other video games like especially in the Nintendo realm like you see the clones there's there's plenty of games that get run on like the games done quick thing that happens every year they have like summer games done quick and like it's this big non-profit thing that like donates money to Doctors Without Borders yeah they speed run everything there's been so many clones of this game that I realized I'm like oh fuck that's just WarioWare and like now that I've played it I see it like dude it's I highly recommend even if you just have an emulator just go emulate it I would wholeheartedly take a shot at go trying to play WarioWare. Just get some beers, get a couple friends, pass the controller back and forth when you fuck up and die. Like, you will waste hours. It's... Because so the dark game. horse of the question of the day was, I didn't know I was looking forward to WarioWare from 2004. Mm-hmm. 
it was the best thing I've done this year. No, <laughs> like, <laughs> no, but it was it was a good fucking time, man. I would highly recommend that. And like little little games that are slice of life that only take like ten hours to complete. Fuck, man, it's an, yeah. that's a day. If you if yeah. you're sick, oh yeah, you're doing nothing. Just go play WarioWare and waste a fucking day off. Like, yeah. it's a great time. Yeah. Anyways. Well, we covered some ground. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad I came in. Starfield's cool. Video games rule, Jumping man. in. Hell yeah. Jumping in late because I couldn't find my fucking wallet and keys. Money. It happens. Thank you guys for listening to another edition of the Wheelie Geekly. Have a good night and be good people. Greetings, I'm Danny Filth of Cradle of Filth, and you're listening to the Weekly Geekly.